You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Platform which you could you could download games on and play like Steam. Yeah. And every week they have one or two games that they have listed for free. And this week, well, I guess there's a game called world of warships <laughs> and it's a, a free like freemium but they had dlc that was free for today and it's a really cool game it's you are battle you're, you're essentially playing battleship i guess but you're controlling the ship and you have to try to blow up your enemies that are out in the water somewhere I mean, nice I think, we, I think we can play it network so i'm gonna play it with some of the guys that i i game with including will elder um nice yeah, and the graphics are pretty cool. I don't know, it's free. So I'll I'll play it a little bit. I don't want to oh, buy it. I don't want I won't feel bad about not playing a game that I didn't pay for. I can dig that. Yeah. So I play a lot of games that I have paid. I don't play a lot of games that I have paid for. That frustrates me to no end. All right. Well, yeah, I mean what do you just like buy a game, play it for a little bit, and then you're like, I right, I'll and come then, back to this later. I don't even play it a little bit anymore. I, I I try it and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play this, and then I just don't make the time to play a game. Fair enough. I have a lot of games like that too. Like I have a badass Star Wars game uh, that I haven't played because I just don't make the time to have to learn it and then play it. Star Wars Squadrons, mm. and all you're doing is flying different ships in space. It's beautiful. It's fucking awesome to look at and play. I just don't make the time. And when you have the time, you don't have the energy. Right. I get that. Yeah. I did start learning Python today, like actively learning and doing something, which I hope just gets my my juices flowing to just be more about doing cool things. So we'll see see what happens. I probably just jinxed it by saying it and won't do shit. Well, here's I, hoping it doesn't get jinxed. I just deleted all my school files off my computer. Oh, man. Just for this episode, episode 299 of episode, the Broadcast Geeks. Episode 299. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is episode 299. It's the uh, it's not the penultimate, but it's the episode before the 300th episode. I am one of your geeks, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. Midnight Mitch Jones. He rides again. Yes. I bathed bathed myself in the living waters of Marvel lore. (laughs) Nice. I have have been redeemed since the last episode. Dude, I just finished the newest episode of Icons. Holy fuck. What? That's kind of Matt. So last week, you know, I was really Charlie Browning. I said that I didn't enjoy Ant-Man that much. Yeah, which Uh, is your right. It is, but you know what? It's going to build towards something great. I just have to have trust in the process. Um, but then uh, I watched Jonathan. Marvel Icons. And oh, yeah. man, that just renewed everything that I love about that company. Talk about it. Um, well, I'm I'm like one and a half episodes in. I've been splitting them up into 40-minute chunks. Yeah. But the first episode about like the creation of the company and just kind of it gets right to the point right before they have to sell all the rights to their movies. Oh yeah. And then 
like spider-man x-men blade Blade. yeah all that shit Mm. um and then the second episode deals with you know where they start making their shitty movies like those old captain americas and the fantastic four from roger corman and howard the duck and that's where i kind of paused until i could get back on it yeah the rest of that episode's nuts yeah because it's about just like they're like hey let's get this uh let's get this guy who's on a driving a car around with a gun naked coke bender to be iron man well yeah no they that the rest of that episode's more about like the toy biz takeover oh yeah that's right i had no clue that ike perlmutter and fucking what's the other guy is it avi or rod yeah they're the guys behind toy biz yeah and they like the way they did it's dirty like i always knew they took over but i didn't realize how dirty it was till i watched that Mm. yeah dude it was like a wilson fisk level of dirty takeover and then three is all about iron man and hulk perfect and then a a little bit about a little a lot of it wait yeah three is about iron man mostly and then a little bit of hulk and then four was like all hulk four is the one that just came out five i think perfect absolutely perfect and then uh yeah five was about thor and it's only going to be a six episode series i don't know if this one's only six it seems like that would be tough and this Um, is unless uh, they're just covering phase one but it does remind you too, like not to harp on mitch because i know he's more excited now but it does remind you like oh yeah like this wasn't very smooth at the beginning either and you're seeing like Uh, the minds behind it admit it and be like we were scrambling like we didn't know what the fuck to do here like there's reasons why this one's bad we had to make it like yesterday well too bad there's no bad films in phase one i mean the creators (laughs) and people i think disagree a little bit especially about iron man 2 are you kidding me that has the most one of the most iconic iron man parts in it the 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 drop-in during acdc shoot to thrill that's like one of the top 10 iron man cinematic moments for me also the briefcase suit the briefcase suit also dope but that that's 45 seconds of a two-hour movie. All right, uh, so it's, <laughs> no, there's a whole fight on the roadway. According to Wikipedia, uh-huh. phase one is Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, uh-huh. Iron Man 2, Thor, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. Yeah, and they yeah. still have to do Captain America and Avengers in this series unless they're going to squeeze those into one episode. Now, you're talking about, what is this called? It's called uh, Icons Unleashed. Icons, Icons on Earth, Marvel on Earth, and Earth. It's fucking great. Yeah, dude, it's really solid. Good documentary work. I can't wait to watch the one on the Simpsons. But after oh, oh, such, did I you was see? Such the, a, sorry, right? I was just see, gonna say. Did you, <laughs> see, you, did you see the stuff with that lady who left for Fox? No. Oh, yeah, the lady that um she left to go secretly work at Fox, and then she eventually ended up building the x-men and the spider-man cartoons for fox and ordering them through uh, marvel because she had already done them at marvel and then they didn't work and then she got offered the job to be the program director at fox like saturday morning she was like oh i felt terrible leaving my job but then it occurred to me as this old lady be like i could i could pay them a lot of money yeah yeah and stan was like i fucking need that money yeah it's a bummer that there's not much stan footage so far you know i wish they would have made this while he was alive but yeah i've been him like 25 grand can you believe that shit yeah now i don't get out of bed for 25 grand 
They only made twenty five grand on Blade they only to made... sell the rights. To, oh. When they sold the rights, that's but that's all they got from it. So they sold the rights to Blade and got twenty five grand. Wow. Yeah, they were desperate. Yeah. Um, great series though, man. I'm I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's killer. The the Thor one's really good. They talk about they have the writers talking about stuff they were trying to sneak in the script. Mm. Hawkeye was about... basically snuck in the script. Nice. Do they talk about why they dyed Hemsworth's eyebrows brown uh blonde? Mm, no. Not <laughs> not even it's not, not even for a second. It's so off-putting when you go back and watch it and you're like, why the fuck do they dye his eyebrows blonde? I agree. I guess um, they do it to show a level of immaturity or uh, in age. Sure. They, yeah. they were also trying to uh, they were trying to make it way more Shakespearean back then, too. They talk about it. So, I mean, they talk about how, like, little of direction they had, except that they were, like, really trying to get to the Avengers. Yeah. They were like, Kenneth Branagh, get your fucking ass in here right now, and you direct the shit out of this movie. Yeah, but he, like, wanted to change the name of Molnar. And and then Kevin Feige had, you know, he pulled a Gus Spring on him. He's like, I will kill your daughter. I will <laughs> kill your son. <laughs> Yeah, he got fring a ding dinged. He got fring a ding dong. Um, oh. yeah, so I would recommend that. That's not the only thing I watched. Uh, I caught all the way up on The Mandalorian. Whoa, Mitch is watching yeah. multiple things. Yes, I'm back. I have been redeemed in the waters of the, the mines beneath Mandalore. Nice, <laughs> dude. Yes, so I'm liking this new season so far it's of Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Haven't started it yet. I might just wait for it to be done. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, Is it really? Oh, yeah, like eight episodes a piece or what? Yeah, we're like more than halfway, aren't we? This little groggy dude, he's training to become a Mando now. Yeah, he got blinged up. Yeah, dude. He's not, he just said, fucked it. He's going to be a Mandalorian that has a force. He's a force wield in Mandalorian. Do you think he's going to tame the Mythosaur? Oh, maybe. Uh huh. Man, Din Djarin is, I was going to say, like, you know how, like, in the original trilogy, Boba Fett is very intimidating, but ultimately he's kind of ineffective and kind of goofy when, like, you know, his his jetpack blasts him into the side of Jabba's barge, and he's, like, basically does a Wilhelm scream. and <laughs> I believe like, it is a Wilhelm scream, but yes. Oh, yeah. But um, it was so cool to see these Mandalorians flying their jetpacks and not be, like, bungling weirdos. Yeah, ruled. And then Din Djarin, he did he just sink to the bottom of the the living waters beneath Mandalore because he had his armor on? I couldn't tell if that's what happened or if he got dragged down. I think what Bo-Katan was saying is that there was it's not usually that deep, but there was a seismic activities that shifted it. So he just was like walking out like as if it were shallow and then ate shit. Yeah, he just fell to the bottom and apparently he couldn't uh swim. Or and fires. I'm guessing that's because Beskar is heavy as fuck. Or fires mm-hmm. jetpack. Well, his jetpack wasn't on. Oh, okay. He took it off to bathe in the living waters of Mandalore, which I was like, that seems kind of cheap. You should have to take off everything except for your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's allowed to take his helmet off now because she already said he's not a Mandalorian anymore. Right. Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. But basically... Going down to the mines and bathing yourself in the living waters in the mines beneath Mandalore redeems you if you've been a Mandalorian that takes your helmet off. Oh. You're rebaptized. It's like a weird Lazarus pit of acceptance. 
Yeah. So if you've taken off your bucket and shown your face to people, the only way to get back in the club is to go to this. And nobody's been doing it because the the lore the the mythos is that when the Empire bombed Mandalore during the rise of the Empire, that everything was basically glassed and toxic and no there's no living thing that can go there. Which we find out is false as fuck. Yep. It was kind of funny because the juxtaposition of uh, how much Ray in the sequel trilogy like really cares about droids and their feelings and to Din Djarin being like telling that R5 unit, be like, go, don't be a baby. Go in there and see if it's, if I can, if I'll die, if I go in that cave. Yeah. yeah it was that pretty, funny. pretty funny. So let me ask a question. So we, we know now it's been confirmed that. R2 has some kind of connection to the Force, right? What? Uh, didn't they say that a while ago, that R2 had some sort of connection somehow to the Force? It's not like a Force wielder. I feel like we've talked about it on here. Yeah, I Like R2-D2? I kind of... And droids use the Force? So they might not be able to use it, but maybe, you know, somehow they're connected to it. Like, I feel like R2 had a level of awareness that other droids didn't, which Holy I was going to ask about BB-8. Here, let me see. Is... You're right. If you type can droids into Google, the first answer or the first autofill is can droids use the force? Wow. It says only living things may conduct the force. Machines cannot. Droids are machines. Oh. And even sentience does not allow for force use of force in the machine. Because I guess they don't have any blood to have metachlorians in. <laughs> There's a theory that R2 might be force sensitive. Three reasons. Ooh, lights them off. Because um, I don't always trust QRA. As as a means of my answers. No, that's like what it's like Yahoo answers. Wikipedia. Yeah, it's open source. Uh, let's see. So compelling theory that suggests that he is force sensitive. Um, but I mean, as we know, he he can't because metachlorians can only exist in living cells. That's right, semen or blood, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or clud. <laughs> Mitch's homebrew. <laughs> R2-D2 seems luckier than most droids. He also seems to have more awareness, I I really do believe, unless Luke is just responding uh, as if he knows what R2 is saying. I think that's what it is. The guy who wrote it didn't have a set series of rules. See, I buy that Din Djarin can know what the the droid's saying because he probably has like a translator in his helmet or something. Well, it seems like a lot of people know what droids are saying. Oh yeah, Leia, uh, Grogu seems. Yeah, Grogu needs seems to know what his. Remember, he got in. He flew the little ship by himself. True. Yeah, Watto. R five. His name was Watto. Watto. I'm a droid. Yeah, a lot of people talk to droids. This theory here suggests that R2 could have sabotaged that red droid in oh, A New Hope. Which yeah. Which activate his motivator to, to go awry. Because he did give him a look, right? R2 looked over at him. You could, like a little <laughs> side eye. Yeah, you shanked him while they were riding in the sand crawler. <laughs> then he wiped the he wiped the oil off the blade and handed the blade to C-3PO. 3PO was like, oh, Goodness gracious me. I guess I'm always willing to allow for that, for R2 to have some sort of connectedness just because of who his creator is, right? Uh, going back to the 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 chosen one, the, the um, what is it? 
the you know the Christ figure. Mm. Well, wouldn't that make more sense for C three PO then? Because Anakin didn't build R two. Mm. Yeah, maybe less the because wasn't didn't R two just like. Wasn't he just one of the like faceless astromech droids that had to go fix Amidala's ship while they were escaping? Where does the R2 unit come from? I don't does he come from uh episode two? No, I think he's episode in episode one. one. It's Leia's droid. Mm. Not in the not in episode one. Yeah, huh. She gives him the message to give to Obi-Wan. That's episode That's- four. It's episode four, dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Leia in episode one? No, no. that's because it's the prequels. But R2's already in episode one. He yeah. shows up in the prequels because that's his origin. Okay. Yeah, because so- like they're escaping... Like Amidala's silver ship is escaping something, and then they need to like lock down a regulator or something. So they send out a whole pod of R2 units or astromech droids, and R2's r2d2 is one of those faceless astromechs that goes out and he's the only one that um comes back yeah he's the only one that comes back all the other ones are blasted off the ship and just die in space so we don't know where he came from he could have been just like the he belongs to padme Mm, yeah but they don't know they're like oh he's just an r2 you is that why obi-wan's like i don't ever remember owning a droid because he never technically owned him hmm I don't know. I mean, Anakin's spirit or whatever could have built R2 in the, a past life because he's only, what, eight years old by the time we meet him? Yeah. I, sus- I subscribe to the thought that none of it was thought as hard about when they were making it as we think about it afterwards. Yeah. George Lucas had more money than he knew what to do with. And they just so R- didn't see this coming. You guys need to get into Doctor Who. R2 and 3PO have been with three generations of Skywalker. I know. Imagine. Poor bastards. Right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, three generations of whiny brats with bad subplots. <laughs> I mean, he, he's no Alfred. That would be uh, funny, actually, if C-3PO was cast in the role of Alfred <laughs> for a production of Master Batman. Wayne. <laughs> uh, okay, I'd watch this. I, I think it would be kind of a, a, an interesting concept, you know, like a, a show about the life of Bruce Wayne batman he's probably uh, getting old enough to play alfred in a movie in a show where but i'm not talking about anthony daniels i'm talking about c3po auditioning for a role in a show i know you're talking about a mad tv sketch but i'm saying anthony daniels <laughs> could pro- probably almost play him now he's he's got to be old yeah it has to be no like too old like uh, like the rest of them are. I mean, wasn't he fairly old when? Uh, yeah, I don't think he was ever young. I think he's one of those people that popped out gray. Interesting. Like R2. Yeah. All right. Here we are. What are we looking at? Anthony Daniel doesn't have an age. Why not? Quantum Leap's been straight ripping. Oh, that show's still on. Good. It's got renewed already. Yeah. And season one is crazy, crazy, crazy. Mitch, are you watching? No, but now I'm caught up on Mandalorian, so I can. Nice. Also, um, Chris O'Dowd's new show starts tonight, The Big Door Prize. What's that? Uh, it's about, what is it about? Hold on, I'm doing a dab. But it's about this small town where like a mysterious machine appears that tells everyone what their actual like role in life is. Hmm. Ooh. I think. Let me double check. That sounds. Anthony Daniels is 77. 
Damn. That works. Okay. A family man and teacher, Dusty Hubbard, begins to reevaluate his life and happiness after the arrival of a strange machine called the Morpho. A small town is forever changed when a machine appears, promising to reveal everyone's true potential. Soon residents start changing jobs, rethinking relationships, and questioning long-held beliefs. Hmm. Cool. I love Chris O'Dowd. Who is that? From the IT crowd? Or mascots? Or, I don't know, Google them? Fair enough. Mascots. What was... Wait, did I see that one? Who else was in mascot? Um, Keegan-Michael Key, I think, was. Was it Christopher Guest? Oh, yeah. The dude from uh, Bridesmaids. Wow, yep. The dude from Bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dog. He's what? A B-list character in that movie? He's a cop. He's like a... He's Kristen Wiig's love interest. Yeah, when she's driving around in that $50,000 Corolla, they tried to pretend like it was a bad car so that the production designer could buy it as a write-off at the end. That's what happened. The very same. He was Officer Rhodes. He was nominated for a Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a cast in a motion picture. Nice. This is 40. He's also in, uh, yeah, this is 40. He's pretty funny. Uh, the IT crowd. I didn't watch that show. Ooh. That's the one where the the guy has the like Poindexter afro with a big chunk out of it. Richard Iowate has his normal hair. Yes. Yes, he has the Poindexter thing. It's it's yeah, it's how he walks around. John Oliver's former comedy partner from yeah. day one of college until John Oliver moved to the United States. Richard Iowate. Yep. Wow. I loving Vincent. That was a weird movie. I enjoyed. He was in that. Yeah. Um, also, um, 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 what's that shitty Mary Poppins returns? No, the music producer mob movie from back in the day, Tony and Tina's wedding. No, get shorty, get shorty. The get shorty with Chris O'Dowd and fucking Ray Romano is one of the best things I've ever seen. And I know I talked about it for a year on the podcast and neither one of you has seen it, but it's amazing and one day you guys will watch it and be like holy shit if you guys ever seen get shorty and i'm gonna cry i saw the movie the movie's good the movie's fine the tv show with chris o'dowd and ray romano is a yeah. fucking like breaking bad masterpiece oh wow like it's so good it? it ran i think three or four i think it's three and then i, I got three it got canceled because of COVID. Like it all fell apart and then everybody's contracts being moved around. It was like the lowest thing on everybody's contract totem pole. Got it. We like Ray Romano here in the Orin household. Dude, it's the adults at least. Ray Ray is so fucking good in this. Like Ray should have won every goddamn award available. It's three seasons and it's like seven. It's not very many episodes. The first season's 10 the, okay. sec- the second season's 10 and then the last season's seven so it's pretty quick all right we can do it but i was it's, gonna s- oh, it's so good there's so many good character actors in it and bit parts and oh. it says although no further seasons have been commissioned epics has not officially canceled the show right that's what i mean like covid canceled it because nobody could commit to doing it on the same schedule anymore it's josh Segar. like everybody in it ended up being a pretty big deal pretty quick that was like a nobody in it so well i have to check it out yeah but you you guys know josh Segarra, our boy no from she hulk oh yeah fucking um pud or whatever his name was pug yeah 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 yeah, oh yeah he was adrian chase on uh yeah exactly he's he's a really great character in the um what's his name 
Chichori? Yeah, let me go down to the casting. He called Giorgio, and he's great in it. But it's a bunch of bit actors like that where they were getting them definitely cheap, you know, years ago. And now they're all desirable. All right. Yeah, it's nice when they get all these these actors uh, before they get real big, right? Then yeah. You look, then you can look back on it. You know, a good example would be the movie The Outsiders. Um, yeah. And that was a follow-up to like a, a bit of a bomb for Coppola. Mm-hmm. And then he took all these actors that were, I don't know if he knew they were on the cusp, but they were all on the cusp of greatness. And most of them did go on to greater greatness even not even some of the non-main characters yeah uh, uh actors uh like diane uh no what was her name uh diane lane mm-hmm. she was in that sorry i love the outsiders it made me think of that because of the fact that yeah and i think if it hadn't have been called get shorty and like wouldn't have been kind of stale in everybody's mind and i because i think most people that saw it saw that it was on like epics or something when it first came out or stars yeah, yeah. and then we're like yeah. oh it's get shorty i've seen the movie like i don't need to yeah. see this bad reproduction with ray romano what john travolta's not in this yeah and it's so much i guess i guess it was like a really good book yeah and that this is way more faithful to the book and that the movies were more of like a screenwriter trying to consolidate all the bits of the book down into a movie mm-hmm. and also like tonally changing it a lot to be the Italians and like just more appealing to America at the time instead of being more real. I'm trying to remember the movie. Uh, mob guy wants to make movies and becomes a producer. Yeah. Mob guy gets involved with a producer who's kind of in mob trouble right and then sees it as a way to get out and get honest if he can if he can get all the way up to being producer on this shit and get it done he'll never have to go back to being a thug because he can just continue to be a producer right okay but the show the pacing's better and like like when i was reading reviews about it when i was first watching it like people that read the books were like holy shit they finally did the books justice and like apparently it's just way way closer to the original story okay the mob guy's partner is a is a mormon and who is that that's um elmore leonard or something like that in Doing the that movie no the writer uh might be writer of uh the book yeah name is elmore leonard yeah that sounded right I just didn't it's the same guy that created justified oh really yeah oh yeah it's based on uh fire in the hole have you ever watched that show justified oh. yeah yeah i watched the first uh couple of seasons had the main antagonist boyd crowder played by walton goggins and you know if wally Goggs shows up it's always going to be a good piece of watching yeah yeah that's fair um i never watched it but i I kind of like Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. I like when he fucks with Conan. Oh, does he? Oh, hard. They're like, their wives are best friends, so they know Uh each other pretty well from that. Yeah. And anytime he'd be on Conan's talk show, he'd fuck with Conan deeply. Like a couple of times he'd come out in like identical wardrobe to Conan. (laughs) <laughs> like down to like the tie and everything that's funny and just piss conan off because he's devastatingly handsome and conan looks like a howdy doody doll so then <laughs> you put somebody in the same exact outfit next to him and you're like oh wow that that actually looks pretty good <laughs> uh oh, yeah. interesting yeah he he's was been one. married to his college sweetheart since 91 timothy Oliphant. Yeah. Good for him. And I think Conan's wife and her were like friends before Conan was in the picture. Well, I I know him from Deadwood. That was my first uh, Timothy Oliphant introduction. That was your first elephant? My first elephant. Yeah. 
He's also the bad guy in, in Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. also in Scream too. it looks like. Yeah. Maybe I saw him then. Damn, it looks like the only way to watch. Oh, it might be on Prime. Prime. Watch trying what? To, I'm trying to figure out how to tell you guys how to watch Get Shorty. My name is Optimus Prime. Yes. Get Shorty. Green. Nope. The only way to watch it now is with MGM Plus. That sucks. The fuck is MGM Plus? Get I know, out of here. I know, man. It's getting insane. Oh, it looks like maybe you can watch it for free and feel it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is the Three Stooges available in its entirety on MGM Plus? Because if that's the case, I'm getting fucking MGM Plus. <laughs> I mean, that could be possible, Mitch, but I feel like maybe you should catch up on a couple of things. No, I want to talk about some 1940s Stooges shorts. Oh, uh, Robocop is on uh, MGM Plus now. Whoa. <laughs> um damn it was on it was on prime for a long time pennyworth is on (laughs) i like how that show was so confusing that they had to add a subtitle in the third season of the origin of batman's butler yeah (laughs) who is this made for this mgm plus i think i think it's a place where they can hide stuff like you just read off where it's all worth watching so you'll pay to watch something and hopefully it'll take you two months got it they're the local video as the the stuff that you kind of want but you don't find it blockbuster and then you get stuck with a okay that's what it seems like to me epics relaunched as mzm plus okay that's what's going on there all right that makes sense because there's a bunch of epics shows okay so if you that's kind of what epics was as well but if you have an epics account maybe that transfers over to being your mgm plus account matt yeah, I don't have a paying account. Uh, okay, but if you had one you were yes. logged into, it probably just logs you into the new app as well. I, I should find out. Because it is very worth watching. I'd almost say it's worth paying the money to watch. Like, it's really fucking good. For right. five for five ninety nine, or you can buy the seasons for 15 bucks. so for 45 bucks, no. five ninety nine, you crank it out in like a month. <laughs> um... Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Do you think uh, you think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in trouble since Jonathan Majors got arrested? Oh, I'm really scared about Jonathan Majors being arrested and going full Ezra Miller. But like I said to Matt, uh, he's never struck me as somebody who had it all together. Anytime I've ever seen him talking or in an interview, he seems fucking crazy. Probably because his personality has been fractured into so many Kangs. Yeah, but I mean, even when he was doing that, like, American, or what was that called? That that horror anthology he did on HBO that got a bunch of traction. Oh, Lovecraft Country? When he was doing press for that, that was, like, the beginning of me being like, oh, this guy's, like, not right. Like, he's he's just weird. Like, the energy he brings, uh, like, like, if you were hanging out in an open mic and a comic sat down at a table with anything close to that energy, Mitch, you'd find an excuse to go the fuck outside. Hmm. Like, it's weird. He doesn't act like a person. His mannerisms, his volume, like nothing nothing about the way he converses with people seems okay. Or the way he tells stories. Like, the stories he chooses to share on interviews are like fucking cuckoo crazy shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's aggra- attempted assault, aggravated assault, harassment, aggravated harassment. I'm pretty much not... Like, Marvel's kind of up against the fucking wall here. Do they just go the Ezra Miller route and just be like, They're fucked. They already showed that the Council of Kangs is all him. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Just Don Cheadle him? I mean, they they could do that there. Like, also, his reps, even before Marvel said anything, said it's all horse shit. Well, he's... he's- 
obviously, you know, not it doesn't seem like he's uh aggressively denying it, but his lawyer's like, Yeah, we look forward to this being cleared up really quickly because there's a bunch of there's people that were witnessed, there's footage of things that happened. So it seems that it's gonna get cleared. Do we know what happened yet? I haven't read anything. Uh there's there's words like strangulation were used. Uh but was it a bar fight? Did he go to somebody's house? It was uh on March twenty fifth, twenty twenty three, Majors was accused and arrested on assault, strangulation, and harassment charges stemming from a domestic dispute with a thirty year old woman who sustained minor injuries to her head and neck and was removed to an area hospital in stable condition. He was accused of slapping her. Okay. Um, and possibly like grabbing at her neck. And I don't know, leaving a mark, but grabbing her at the neck. Um, and they were listed as a domestic partner. So yeah, okay. obviously some super fucked up shit. It is super but, fucked up, but I mean they they buried Renner's charges, so there's no that's way. That's what I'm this saying. This will disappear. Well, I mean, sometimes sometimes the the accusation isn't right. That might be a sad reality. Renner kidnapped his own wife. Oh, I'm not talking about his case. I'm talking him hopefully for other people's cases. But you know, well, and and I'm not defending it at all, but there's a difference between like fighting with your spouse to the point of being insane in your own home mm-hmm. and like cops getting involved and being like Ezra Miller and throwing chairs at strangers in a bar. Oh. Like those th- those are different things. Right, right, right. Like one one is a constant public fucking danger. And fuck Ezra Miller. And the other one. It could be a lot of things. It could be circumstantial. It could be environmental. It could be the other person's an instigator. Like, there's all kinds of things that could be going on. He's not necessarily a Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess it'll be remains to be seen. But if they're saying there were witnesses and shit, maybe she was hitting him and trying to beat the hell out of him, and he held her off, and it was right. called strangulation when the cops got there. That's why. I, right. Or yeah. no, she made the accusation, and they they act on it. That's yeah. that's the way it goes. Yep. Somebody always leaves. Um. So yeah, let's let's hope for the best, but uh, let's let's talk contingency here. So I think what's going to happen if it goes awry it won't is they're just gonna recast him because they don't have anything in the future film do they yeah for the for the future movies with him yeah uh they do and like there's there's no way like for one i i haven't been avoiding the story i just haven't like purposely looked it up and i hadn't found heard the facts yet like they're burying this like they buried renters i'm sure there's a reason that it hasn't been showing up on my feed or on my YouTube watch list of all this nerd shit I've got, mm-hmm. or any monologue jokes. Like, there's definitely an effort by Marvel to be like, shh. Mm. And, like, I mean, Fox and Marvel have pulled this off to a bigger extent multiple times. So, again, the problem with Ezra Miller is he was causing problems with strangers. So the lawsuits were more public. Sure. Yeah. In public. Strangers in public. Yeah. The witnesses were strangers. Like the entire thing is people not in his circle. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So that's a problem. Also, like the shit he's doing is psychopathic and like a problem to have him on set. He's not mentally all there. He's starting a cult. He's abducting abducting kids like that's not somebody you want to work with even on their best day no yeah so i don't i also who wants to see the flash me but i but i just i don't think i think marvel's contingency plan is like uh maybe they 
edit them out of like two movies and wait for this to cook over and then put them back in. Like, I don't think he's out. I don't think there's any, like some really dark shit will have to come out about what he did to this woman for him to be in trouble. I heard more about what Justin Roiland did in a 24 hour period without looking for it than what I heard about him. Speaking of which all those, Oh, go ahead, Matt. No, I was saying he was coming out saying that it's all a bunch of lies. Um, yeah, but he has a track record. That's part yeah. of it, too, is like this was the final straw for everyone working with Royland to just be like, okay, we're fucking done. Right. Whereas, like, I think as far as we know, this is the first time Majors has had any kind of issue. Well, I mean, not saying that it didn't happen, but all those charges against Justin Royland were dropped. It'll be interesting to see if he ends up being reintegrated to all his projects. I doubt it. Maybe some of them, but I doubt he's allowed back at Rick and Morty, man. Those people said some really uh, solid shit and then doubled down on accusations from before. Hmm. Oh, man. Because uh, he's been caught in the past telling women, like, if you suck my dick, I'll give you a job on my show. Eesh. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, he, th- th- that also wasn't Royland's first fuck up. It's just the first one that got loud in public and wasn't just on Hollywood Reporter or something like that. Like, it, this this one actually made it out. Adult Swim like Turner didn't spend money burying this one because it was the final straw. I feel like things that are in Hollywood part reporter and variety are actually more likely to get picked up by, you know, casuals like us, you know, just because those, you know, you read variety or Hollywood reporter and you feel like a, some sort of Hollywood insider. Well, you are, but the, the problem is, is that it won't get picked up by CNN and MSNBC and Fox news necessarily well, no, One, fuck, because they, our agents might be paying those people off to not talk about it. And two, because that's not where they come for shit to talk about unless it's a really bad news day. Mm. So like if our parents don't like our parents know that Royland, my, my parents don't know what Rick and Morty is and they know Justin Royland fucked up. I don't know that it penetrated the news deep enough for my parents to be aware that Jonathan majors fucked up. They know Ezra Miller fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you brought up Ezra Miller to your mom, Mitch, she'd be like, Oh yeah, that young man got in trouble, right? Like she might not know he's the flash or what's going on, but she'd be like, I've heard his name dozens of times on the news in bad tones. And I think Jonathan majors is going to escape that. Like Brian Singer, the way, if you tell most people that Brian Singer is a known pedophile, they're like, what are you talking about? And you're like, he's a known pedophile got caught doing it. And they pay, off the media to not talk about it yeah it's gross i have a movie that i like that it's it's gross to like but i just i dig the movie power uh powder remember that yeah i I know that one where the guy that has like the weird uh like chalky skin and some sort of powers he yeah well yeah his uh he's not bino yeah but he's 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 kind of like uh electrolysis hair can't grow on his body so his mom was pregnant and and almost going to give birth uh when she was she was struck by a lightning so he has yeah. he has abilities i guess you could say like he can control an electrical field i know yeah. it mostly from kevin smith and scott moser talking about it a lot the, yeah the, well, the, <laughs> the problem is is the director victor salva also the writer yeah big problem right yeah he he had it for uh i think young boys yeah yeah i don't know why but growing up go ahead oh it was just gonna be a weird like growing up uh i always confuse powder and what's eating gilbert grape even though they're like not the same movie at all (laughs) at all we're We're the the same people 
Were the slip cases similar? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not because powder probably has that bald dude being like, I don't know. There's some movies in my head where I'm like, why were those like a similar thing to me? And then I'll like see VHS art and be like, oh, because they were the same looking. <laughs> they, that's why they had the same aesthetic on the box. And my stupid little kid brain was like, those are related the same way that all the things that look like Ninja Turtles are Ninja Turtles. Right. And, those are, and those are all obviously Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So those are all the same thing as well. Like I like Indiana Jones slipcase. I was like, this is just like weird Star Wars. Let's go. Same art. <laughs> okay. So here's what's eating Gilbert Grape. Okay. Yeah, Johnny Depp and uh, Leo. That's Leo. is that the DVD or the VHS? That looks That's like a real modern. That was a VHS. That okay. was the first. I mean, it could have been. Here's Powder. Uh, kind Lance, of similar. I could Lance see those Hendrickson. being. Yeah, if those were both on the same rack as like employee picks at a blockbuster when you walked through it one day when you were like 12, I could see how that got mixed up in your head. Yeah. So uh, you got to pay for MGM Plus. Bastards. A month, I know. Or 50 bucks a year. Um, What was another really good show I've been watching? Oh, did you guys see that there's going to be a new Pixar short starring Carl, the old man from Up? Oh. Yes. Ed Where he goes out on a date. Well, not at Asner. Right. At Asner's dead. But yeah. Yeah, Carl Carl Fredrickson, he goes out on his first date after his wife passed and his adventures with Russell. Um, but he's so old that he has to tie a hundred balloons to his penis to get it up. <laughs> uh, oh man. That's not the real synopsis for anyone who's out there being like, That sounds fucking cool. Yeah. But uh yeah, he's actually going to take bodega pills. Yeah. It's more like Danny Dick chair, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, have you? I'm, I'm sure nobody's got an Apple TV yet because you guys don't like good things. Right. I hate. I was just thinking last week how I hate good things. I like honey crisps. They're my favorite apple. I, that's such a good joke, man. I love you. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. That was so I subscribe to Apple TV. I get a whole box of honey crisps every month. Uh, um, the new John Stewart, you guys, man, is that dude in fucking form? Good. The green lantern. No, the real John Stewart. Oh yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, they're both pretty good actually. Yeah, and you know, what's think... he taking some fucking ta- like taskmaster? Is he taking some uh, some lawmakers to task? Yeah, hard dude. Good. And, yeah, I mean, it's... it seems like irony is not lo- is lost on these fucking morons. Anyway, it's not ironic anymore though. He's not doing the like early day softball shit. He's calling people idiots no, to their face and yeah. hypocrites, and but he does it in a way where he's like he's calm with them. Like he's like in this range. Like the whole conversation even's like, but you just heard yourself call yourself a liar, right? You fucking idiot. Like he, he has a way of like endearing himself still while like if anybody else is saying the shit he says in an interview, people would walk out and it's not because of his clout or something. It's because he has this miraculous delivery device in his fucking head where he just like bugs bunnies it and like will laugh in your fucking face, but in a way that's like reserved and calm. So it's Mm -hmm. not threatening. It's just, it's crazy to watch how he handles people now. It's, okay, it's, I like that. I mean, there's I watched that... a little bit with you the other day. The, oh, we watched that one with that guy, the lawmaker. 
that was doing the gun laws, but he had the anti-trans laws too. And they got into that towards the, yeah. Like the way he dealt with that guy is, is deft in a way that like no one, I don't think anybody ever has been or is anymore. Like that is such a crazy talent. He has Mm, have to check it out. It's only on Apple TV. Yeah. There's 10 episodes or maybe 12 episodes a season, and there's two seasons now. Apple TV keeps getting more and more worth it. They got Chris O'Dowd's new show. There's the third season of Ted Lasso. Shrinking just ended where um, Harrison Ford's the most likable he's ever fucking been. Yeah. Um, There's that Blackbird show that's supposed to be really good, but it's too serious for me. Wasn't it Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah. Chris Evans has a show that's also like way too dark for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Schmigadoon, which Matt's whole chair would be wet from his vagina throbbing with excitement. What, what show? That's the one with Keegan-Michael Key, right? It's Keegan-Michael Key and uh, what's her name? Cecily Strong from SNL. Yeah. And, and Lauren Michaels is the head producer. But it's a, it's Schmigadoon. It's a Brigadoon-esque uh, musical about this couple that needs therapy going on a hike and then ending up in this magical town, Schmigadoon, where it's Schmigadoon. Every, everything's a musical and they can't escape. Here it is. I see it. Oh. And the second uh, season comes out like next week or something. But it's it's good. As someone who doesn't even like really necessarily like musicals, that's really good. They also have that musical Central Park cartoon from the bob's burgers people oh yeah and that's really good i didn't think that uh a a bob's burgers spinoff could get more musical than bob's burgers itself it's not really a spinoff though right right i mean you're right there's much like rick and morty bob's burgers has also had that where like the animation team and a few of the writers spin off to their own show you know like rick and morty has solar opposites and bob's burgers has central park and then also the great north yeah it's but it's it's a lot like american dad and family guy yeah where it's like all the same people but they're doing something in a universe that's not really touching yeah but in the oh fucking never mind this uh that leads me to another thing but, There's a new um, season of American Dad that just came Yes, out. there is. Good morning, USA. Um, oh, boy, it's well to say. Um, um, but yeah, dude, I've always wanted to watch that um, Central Park thing, but I just, I don't know. Is it all musical or is there some talking? There's some talking, but it's as much talking as there is in like a stage musical. Like it's... <clears throat> dude, I didn't think I was in. I'd waited like a year to watch it. Maybe more. I think I waited like two years to watch it. and then put it on one day as like this is nap fodder and then ended up being like riveted that Hmm. new travel show with eugene levy is is a magic magic thing that on apple tv yep it's called the reluctant traveler with eugene levy and it's about him being angry about going places Hmm. like carl plinkenton but like really not to the people he's around like everybody all the shots you see him with people are in public you're like oh maybe this time he's having a good time and then the second he's like alone with the camera for a moment like in an elevator or away from an earshot he'll be like i hate it here it's cold i want to go home <laughs> i don't know why you did this to me what is going on what am i doing i'm gonna die out here i am a i'm a lifelong fan of eugene levy you're a levhead this is a this is a must for you then and he tells stories from his career and he tells stories about his family and it's really really endearing and great 
in a in a special way because it's a guy who doesn't like travel but also isn't a prick about it he's just definitely not into anything that they're doing but he's politely enjoying it eugene levy's the shifty car salesman that sold the family roadster to clark griswold yeah damn right him and those eyebrows yeah eyebrows see i I used to watch a show when I was real young called uh, SCTV. SCTV. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. There were a lot of good people that came out of there. You know, Bobby Dave Thomas, Duncan, Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah, Dave Thomas. Yeah, you said that. Uh, Eugene Levy, um, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, there was uh, a there was a brief period when Mitch and I were little kids where they were running it late at night on Fridays. I think on WGN. John Candy. Yeah, John Candy. They did that. Those beer guys. What were they called? Doug and Bob. Bob McKenzie. and Doug McKenzie. Take yeah, from off, eh? Strange Wilderness. Strange Brew. Strange Brew. Sorry, Strange Wilderness is the Bigfoot movie. You hoser. Um, <laughs> Joe Flaherty, Andrea Martin. Yep. Ooh, star-studded cast. Ooh, Harold Ramis. Yeah, and the production of that has like a wild and crazy story. Oh, yeah, I would, wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, because they like originally got to shoot it with like no budget, no oversight in like a fucked up fucking studio where they were like basically on the edge of the tundra oh, during yeah. during production. It's kind of the same story as uh, the kids in the hall. Mm. Dave Thomas the, or Dave they, Foley. Are they the Canadian ones? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forget. I get them and um, uh, the state uh, will forever be confused in my mind, much like Mitch's movie covers. They're just two things that were such in the same similar mindset when I was watching them too young mm-hmm. to differentiate them that they're kind of like people blend together in the groups in my mind. And Yeah. The state uh, is Stella plus Reno 911. Right. Right. And they see, I watched the state on MTV and I don't remember where I watched kids in the hall. Comedy central, probably, probably. And I loved kids in the hall. Like they were for me, they were great. Kids in the hall was also on network, but the state did a better job of ending a skit because the kids in the hall, they, they came out strong and it, and it hit hard and usually it just ended and you're, it was, it was a little unfulfilling on the end, the state, they knew how to, how to bring it home. Well, real ones get down with Mr. Show because mm-hmm. they really knew how to do a sketch because it was all one sketch, baby. <laughs> the whole thing. From Globo, him, the Ding Dong sings on King Kong Burger. Fuck, that little motherfucker's tasty. <laughs> Dude, I just saw David Cross and I and I love him and I brain somebody with a baseball bat for that man. But his last like three albums have been fine. He is back to being like full form fucking like 90s, early 2000s, David Cross. Good. Except for the guy that kept fucking up the sketch. Oh, yeah. You listen to my other podcast. That poor Guiguo, dude. That guy was so dumb, Mitch. It was yeah. incredible to see the rage and like the politeness washing over David Cross's face. Cause it was like genuinely like, is this guy trying to fuck me over or is he retarded? And like, how do I approach this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It seems like that guy could have been misconstrued as a, a plant, you know, but like, why would you even do that? Well, yeah, I can see why my buddy thought it was a plant because it was very Mr. Show-esque derailment and like anger inducing nonsense which is like what they would do to a public speaker on anything they've ever written. Right. But based on Sean Patton's shadow and face, just giggling their ass off side stage. I think that was a real moment that was special for him on that tour. 
and I can't wait to ask him about it when I see him next. David Cross? Oh, yeah. No, or Sean, Sean Patton. His opener. Oh, Sean Patton. Yeah, his yeah. opener, I kind of know. Oh, I know. Um, I've, I've met Sean. Yeah. Can I... Are you guys... Sorry, not to change the subject, but are you guys going to see Shazam 2? I mean, probably not in the theater, dude. Yeah, probably wait. I'm about to watch all the Nerdist videos on what the fucking big spoiler is at the end, and... Like, I just don't care. Like, it's yeah. still going to be fun. You, you know, actually, there was a quote in the Marvel icons from Kevin Feige about the spoilers. Uh-huh. And spoilers getting out. And it was a more recent quote, but they were playing it earlier in the story. And it was basically to him, like, if I'm if we're making movies that are ruined by a spoiler, then we're not doing our jobs. And right. like and like he believes that because of the books he's like we're not doing anything different enough from the books that if like if it was shitty the fans would already not care because it's all just recooks of product they've already had so we've got to kill it in every other aspect for it to not be disappointing if you do know one of the things is going to happen if lego if lego spoils a thing that can't derail the film it still has to be a fun watch and i think that's true i was I was listening or watching another, I was listening to a review of the new Shazam and it's like, it's kind of more of the same what they did in the first one where, uh, you know, Zachary Levi as Shazam is still kind of like, I'm a little boy and I'm, I'm just, you know, he's supposed to have the wisdom of Solomon, you know, he's supposed to be very stoic and, but still have kind of like a childlike wonder, but he's still kind of just like dead pooling it up, you know? Um, and then also this review is like, it's pretty off putting because in the first one, it was like a little kid that turns into a middle-aged man, Zachary Levi. But now that's been, it's been what, four, five years since that happened. And so now like, it's just like a young man turning into a slightly older man yeah i don't know also mr mind what the fuck yeah i think you saw it already no i haven't seen it but also this whole thing about like dwayne the rock johnson saying that he doesn't want because like at the end of black adam apparently they're supposed to be recruiting shazam but he turned that down and apparently torpedoed both of these franchises and also the rock has that weird thing in his his uh contract where if he's in a fight in a movie he can't look weak or get he can only get punched a certain number of times and he can't lose the fight yeah this sounds like i'm fucking with you but this no, is 100 very true and also a big apparently a big part of the reason dc wants to be done with him was his handling of the uh, league of super pets because mm. he like i guess threw his dick around and demanded to be an ep and all of these different things on the project and then like didn't promote it at all he wanted them to smell what the rock was cooking and what he's cooking is terramana tequila yeah but apparently he was in the middle of pulling that shit like right when everything was getting handed over so like all of the new staff already had a bad taste in their mouth for him before black adam even came out Mm. apparently he's not been a fun business partner for wb to have it all well that sucks i i don't know i i want to see shazam because i really enjoyed the first one and how like this the how it focused on the family and coming together and and like even like the human like the non-superpowered characters i like that you know yeah it was great it's that thing where you know where you get further and further away from having the the real everyday characters interact with and be part of your superhero story you know yeah is it cool to see superheroes punch each other fuck yeah it is but i don't know it just gives it a little bit more stakes yeah yeah no i'll probably wait for it to hit hbo max which it'll probably be there in 30 days i think it's april 18th not yet so like a couple of weeks 
Yay. I'll watch it when it hits the stream, but I don't I don't know. Unless I need a, a movie and it's available to take the girls. Right. I I literally, you guys, my most anticipated movie of the fucking year is coming out next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. A Super Mario Brothers. Oh, next week already. Those yeah, motherfuckers are putting it out on Wednesday to compete with the goddamn Michael Jordan movie. Yeah. Air. You have to pay because, a fine to do a Wednesday release. Fuck. Yeah, but that Michael Jordan shoe movie is going to suck balls. Are you- <laughs> Compared to Mario. Sorry. Who it's wrote and suck, directed Air? It's I know it, suck my fire balls. I know which one I'm more sure I'm going to like. I think Mario. Mario might be great it could be trash no it's gonna be so good it's gonna be so good that my opinion of liking it is gonna overshadow anyone's opinion of hating it okay but the jordan the the nike movie (laughs) about them signing jordan because apparently jordan's like barely even in his character is gonna be great that story's nuts Oh yeah, it's gonna be great, but for different reasons. Yeah. This Mar- I don't know. This Mario I just movie like is directing it, so it'll probably be a good movie. Yes. However, I'm more into Mario. It's very important to Affleck too. He's been sitting on it for years, the rights, so that he could release it on four or five twenty three. Like that's a Why real that? that's a real fact because those are Jordan's. Numbers. Oh yeah, Jordan's numbers. Duh. Yeah, that's like a real thing that he bought it with the plans of like we've got to hold off so I can do an April twenty three release. And then pay the fine to release on a Wednesday. Movies come out on Friday with early releases on Thursday. Right. For you to release on a Wednesday, you've got to schedule it and pay a fine. That's oh, I'm sure they've already paid. They probably paid that fine with all those fucking Mario toys that I bought the other week. I know they only had Peach today at Walmart. Uh, but yeah, but that's crazy that Wal- that Mario would go out of their way to compete with Ben Affleck's movie. It's because this one's a, it's a Mario Brothers movie made by the same studio that made Minions. They ain't scared of shit. They're definitely scared of shit. They're go- they're paying a fine to go in a two days early so that their box office doesn't look that much worse next to air is it illumination that's for it sure the, that's for sure the move mitch is they don't want it to look bad in, in comparison to a movie that had a two-day head start i don't know man i feel like this mario movie is gonna make way more movie money than than the uh, jordan movie i don't think you're wrong but i think illumination was hedging their bet fair enough i don't know man that jordan movie might make a fuck ton of money i'm not oh yeah of course because it's got affleck heads fucking uh 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 matt damon heads uh ben affleck and matt damon heads i like matt damon uh, yeah i don't like ben affleck however i will concede that he is a good director yeah and a great i don't think he's a good i don't think he's a good actor no and he's playing a dick in this so it's going to be right up his alley but i like matt damon matt, matt damon. damon matt damon Man, oh, that wig uh, that they put on Affleck, though, is fucking atrocious in that movie. Yeah. Like, so is the guy's hair. It looks really accurate. <laughs> That's even funnier. Yeah. The only one who looks like better than the guy they're playing is Damon. Looks definitely better than his character. Right. Oh, what's that guy's name? Sonny. Uh, but they're Sonny. all they're all like bona fide psychos like the group of guys who pulled this off are fucking crazy people this is going to be such a good movie and jordan's mom is the hero of the story in real life and in the movie i hear nice yeah cool played by viola davis is it i think is she it's somebody i recognize i haven't seen the trailer in a little while because i didn't Viola davis plays dolores jordan yeah i didn't want to see the newest trailer uh yeah and his mom was the one that determined where he signed the contract because he did not want to go with nike really 
Yeah, but her his mom believed in those boys, so she made him. She like told him like anybody else, you're just gonna be a number. These boys are betting their whole ass on you. Yeah, I like that line in the trailer too, where it's like it's just a shoe until my son steps foot into it. Yeah, yeah, and the vision. The kid wasn't even a first round pick. It, like it's gonna be uh nuts to see how they portray it all, and I guess it's super accurate. Like they're interviewing everybody. Also, John Leguizamo's hosting the Daily Show this week. Mm. oh shit pretty rad wow so viola davis she's pretty young really i thought she was older well she's under 60 i thought she was the same age as angela bassett she's 58 will be 58 this year nice how old's angela bassett it's a good question <laughs> i think they both look great yeah um let's see she's younger whoa she- yeah uh oh no wait maybe i'm <laughs> yeah yeah she's 64 hmm, a nintendo 64 yeah she looks great too hell yeah i like viola davis yeah man she is solid she kind of she probably should have won uh an oscar for the uh black panther wakanda forever mm-hmm. she was acting her balls off in that one. Oh, angela bassett yeah 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 I would agree with that. All right, so let's see. My biggest takeaway from this week is that I should probably get Apple Plus. Yeah, dude, it rules. Or watch The Mandalorian. Definitely watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. And then watch Eugene Levy. Oh, yeah, Eugene Levy. And and Severance, dude. You got to watch Severance. You're going to... Oh, my God. I can't... I'm so excited for the episode where you come in like, I did it. I watched Severance. Holy shit. I watched the first two episodes. Yeah, wait. It, it just keeps going it's a it's just a it's a it's a roller coaster that never goes down that's my thing i just i i start something and then i move on and start something else oh. that's my my curse he's a starter i'm a starter i don't i'm not a i'm not a closer coffee ABC. is for closers that's right I, abc I, baby I drink tea yeah. you think you're gonna get that cadillac <laughs> well i would love a cadillac no i wouldn't it'd I be would. fun to drive though I want a 61 bubble top series 62 oh lord won't you buy me what? a mercedes benz i want to hear from our listeners who else is listening to apple or watching apple tv because you tell me lots of things and they're usually good advice jake but yes. sometimes i also need the non-parental voice you know what i mean I, th- I I I just also firmly believe that all the stuff I don't like on Apple TV is going to be way up your alley. Like all their weird dark drama horror thriller shit. I'm I'm in a dark horror thriller. Horror. I know that's that's your thing. Hell yeah! Well, if these people do want to reach out to us, tell us what they're excited for in these movies coming out. They can send us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail They can find us on our Facebook page or our Twitter page at broadcast geeks, Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. You can find us on our Reddit page, r slash broadcast geeks, or you can like us, share us, and find us on pretty much any podcast aggregator that you can find, whether that be Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, um, your mom's ass app, or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, your mom's ass app. Yeah, your mom's ass app podcasts. <laughs> we put your ear up to the hole. You hear the ocean and broadcast geeks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, other than that, next time we come back, it will be the epic episode 300. Oh my God, we have to do something special. Yeah, like um, maybe let's, 
Um, what can we all be caught up on? <laughs> Don't say Apple TV, please. Uh, yeah, I want you guys caught up on all of Apple TV by next week. We Tuesday. have a bunch of special guests uh, scheduled. Yeah. Hopefully some of them can make it. All of them are naked. Stephen Amell. Uh, it's the naked episode. Margot Robbie will be here. Whoa. Viola Davis. We should Water see if Scoop, if Scoop is available to talk about. <laughs> oh, that'll that block out all three about. of our cameras from Trinidad <laughs> to Lakewood to Louisville. That's right. That dude's hanging one, but he's working right now. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, we can't say on what. I don't think we can. Other hiding, than hiding Sam Talent's stink. It's an agent of chaos. That's right. That's right. That's too obvious. Um, yeah, you know what? I fucking blew it. Uh, let's we call, just we so- called him scoops. We're doing fine. He's gonna yeah, tell us what good. he's on. Yeah. But yeah. uh until the th- episode three hundred, um, we'll leave you with our standards uh clubhouse sign off line. Excellent. Excellent.